This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. What is going on, everybody? It's Thursday night, December 30th, 2021, and you're listening to or watching the final Kicking Out podcast of 2021. We're back after taking a week off for the holidays. Paul Zartman, my co-host, is with me. Paul, how's it going? How was your Christmas? Uh, It was an absolutely fantastic Christmas. Um, Got some uh, AEW figures that I didn't have, and... uh, the entire family got Nerf guns, so uh, there was a giant Nerf war on uh, the 26th. Sounds like a fun Christmas to me. Yes. Hope uh, all the KLP listeners and viewers out there had a great Christmas, spent some good time with family and friends. I know we're refreshed. We're ready to rock tonight. We're going to have a fun show. We're going to be recapping last night's Dynamite, which took place from Daly's Place to the last Dynamite on TNT, which is really hard to uh, comprehend kind of. I mean, I'm excited about the move to TBS, but it's just like so many great memories on TNT, and there's something special about having wrestling on TNT. But the good thing is, Rampage is staying on TNT, and the Saturday quarterly specials are going to be on TNT. So AEW is not going completely away from TNT. And then tonight we'll be giving our a 2021 AEW awards. Uh, that means Wrestler of the Year, Match of the Year. We're going to be doing some predictions for the, our 2022 Breakout Stars and our title holders by the end of 2022 and maybe some bold predictions along the way if we feel so daring to throw (laughs) some out so uh with that said paul i'll let you kick off last night's recap of dynamite all right uh it started out with excalibur welcoming everyone to the uh broadcast and he didn't do the typical it's wednesday night you know what that means in the sense that he normally would, because he wanted to leave that for the gentleman who got to be introduced live on television. Jim Ross came back last night, cancer free. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, great. Absolutely. He got great to see him back, see him saying it's Wednesday night. You know what that means? Uh, the, the full team's back. felt good. Kind of got cold chills hearing him say it. I mean, I know he's only been gone a month, but it, it felt weird hearing Excalibur say it every week. 
oh, nothing against it, Excalibur. It's just you get used to hearing it, and then. And I think it was a good break for Jim, honestly, too. It was. He I looked mean, not. Of course, it wasn't a good, a fun break. I mean, the guy's getting radiation on his, on his cancer, on his skin cancer. But probably a good break just to watch the product from a different view and then kind of get refreshed with everything a little bit. Yeah, he looked refreshed. He looked uh, rested. So that was good to see. It's been a while since I saw Jr. actually be excited and moving around without just coming straight out, waving to the crowd and sitting down. So, yep. Yep. That was a great way to start last night's show for sure. And then we got a fun opener. Yeah. Right into the action. We had Christian cage, Jurassic express and the Lucha bros taking on FTR private party and Matt Hardy. So the family, Matt Hardy family office, which I think they're trying to get away from the name of, they keep referring to it as the family office and not the Matt Hardy family office. So, We'll see what happens. Yeah, speaking of Matt Hardy, he's uh, launching the first episode of his new podcast, him and John Alba are doing. Um, it starts tomorrow. It's uh, let, me, let me bring it up here so I don't get the name wrong. <laughs> I know it's got extreme in the title. I've already subscribed well, to that podcast. but Of course it's got extreme in the title. It's Matt it Hardy. Is, uh, the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. So that should be a very fun podcast. I think that'll, that'll go over really well. Yeah, I uh, I'm going to be listening to that as well. So <laughs> the match begins with Cash Wheeler and Christian Cage. Wheeler takes down Cage with a quick takedown. Cage comes back up and hits Wheeler with a flapjack. Cage tags in Jungle Boy. Wheeler retreats and tags in Dax Hardwood. Harwood. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to get the shot at his uh, original figures there with the sure. Hardwood yep, right, right on the right <laughs> on the side of the box. Uh, Jungle Boy and Harwood exchange thunderous chops in the corner turnbuckle. Uh, towards the end of the match, Ray Phoenix hits FTR with a massive moonsault press, tags in Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus clears the ring. Luchasaurus hits Harwood with a big clothesline and a choke slam. Penta tags himself in to the bewilderment of Christian Cage and Luchasaurus, and Cage has some words for Penta. Ray Phoenix and Jungle Boy go over the top rope, taking their opponents out. Christian Cage tags himself in, and now he and Penta have words. FTR then pushes Cage into Penta and hits Cage with the big rig. FTR pins Cage to get the victory for the team. I love the finish and, 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 and who, who went over who I thought FDR hitting the big rig on Christian getting the three was a perfect, perfect fit. Uh, big, the big rig shout out there, the Brody Lee with the finishing move at Daly's place just felt right. I yep. thought of all the, um, opposing team. I thought Christian was the one who should take the pin. So, uh, yeah, perfect start to dynamite last night, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I mean, Christian at this point, it doesn't matter wins or losses for him. He's just there to be there and have fun. And, uh, he definitely is having fun. Yeah. You don't want to give a loss to your tag team champs or your number one contenders. So, right. Right. So, uh, we'll get into more of that coming up here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Up next is Daniel Garcia in 2.0 versus Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz. This was a fun match. The match begins with uh, Matt Lee hitting Eddie Kingston with a few shots. Kingston takes out Lee quickly with a few strikes of his own. Kingston exits the ring and begins going after Jeff Parker and Daniel Garcia. The action goes back into the ring and Kingston gets punched a few times, but he recovers and starts throwing some haymakers at Jeff Parker. Kingston tags in Ortiz. Ortiz takes control of the match as he hits Parker with a dropkick and then a quick takedown. 
Uh, lots of back and forth action as we uh, get towards the end of the match. Eddie Kingston gets the hot tag. Kingston hits Lee with the machine gun chops. Santana gets tagged in and Matt Lee grabs the tights of Santana and pins Santana for the victory. Surprise of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, I honestly saw Kingston, and Santana, and Ortiz win in this match. I was not expecting this. I do love how Kingston came out with his fast walk and didn't even care about anything else. He wanted a piece of Garcia. Yep. After the match, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia continue to attack Santana. Garcia hits Santana with the ring bell, and then we see Jericho come out with Floyd. Garcia and 2.0 retreat. Kingston and Jericho have words as Kingston is unhappy that Jericho saved them. Is oh, this oh, a feud in the start? I think I think it is. Um, which which is good for Eddie. I mean, anybody who's in a feud with Jericho, it's a it's one of the top spots. But I had Absolutely. a I had a problem with the execution of everything after the match. Daniel Garcia sat there for like 30 minutes with the ring bell in his hand. So I'm like, all right, somebody's got to come out. Somebody's got to come out. Somebody's music's going to hit. Nope, they have him hit Santana with the bell. And then like what felt like an eternity later, right? Judas hits and Jericho came out. So it just, I don't know. I mean, it was probably set up like that on purpose, of course, because Eddie, you know, what are you doing here? He's pretty much saying, you came to save us from what? It's already everything's already done. The attack's already over. So yeah. I don't know. It just yeah, I mean, yeah, it was I guess good to see Jericho back after a uh trip over to London with Fozzie, but uh or England over with Fozzie, but I don't know. Just didn't do a whole lot for me. I thought the execution of it was a little weird. Well, yeah, and um you know, one of my things was I wonder if this got rushed a little bit to the finish. Um, because Kingston was favoring his leg a lot there at the very end of the match. And I never saw what truly happened to him. It must have happened in picture in picture that I didn't catch. And maybe this is a way to eventually get Santana or Ortiz kind of out of inner circle and more on their own in the tag division, which I'd be I'd be okay with at this point. I I don't really know why they're keeping inner circle together and going back to the stadium stampede against the pinnacle, I still question this day why they had inner circle go over. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Uh, next, we get a backstage promo with MJF talking about the extension 2024 contract negotiations that he's bidding says, wars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he tells Punk he's not worried about him. MJF then tells Wardlow that he needs Wardlow to qualify and win his match to be a number one contender for the TNT title, and then give it to uh, relinquish the title after he wins it to MJF. Wardlow is surprised and MJF has smart Mark Sterling, who just so happened to be standing right outside that door with that contract, has him come in and read a part of Wardlow's contract to him that basically says all merchandise, everything goes to MJF for MJF allowing him to work for him. Yeah, Wardlow's facial expression said it all. He looks <laughs> like he's ready to rip MJF to pieces. It's coming. We all know it's coming probably sometime in 2022. It's going to be glorious when it happens. And last week, I heard this on a, another podcast because I didn't catch it last week. So I went back and checked it. And and whoever said it on the podcast was right. Last week, there was a moment where it looked like uh, Wardlow was kind of itching himself with his finger. If you look closely, he's flipping MJF off the whole time with his finger. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so little things like that it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be so oh, fun absolutely 
Absolutely. Uh, we then go backstage to the Lucha Bros. However, Christian Cage interrupts them and says that they went into business for themselves, and that's why they lost. Cage then challenges them to put their tag team championship titles on the line next week on Dynamite, and they accept. Christian's going to screw a Jurassic Express over next week, isn't he? What sure I, don't, feels like. I don't think it'll be... Uh, I mean, he's going to, but I think it'll be more of a uh, accidental screw over. Um, you know, he'll go to do something and the ref will catch him or Alex will cause something to happen and blame it on Christian. So uh. I, I think the infuse, the infuse in this is Jurassic or Jungle Boy against Christian. I think that's where this is headed. And maybe this is a way to kind of break Jungle Boy away from Jurassic Express for a singles run. I don't know, but I think he that's where it's to. headed. Um, because uh, another part of me th- says maybe they pull the trigger and have Jurassic Express finally become tag champs. But I don't know. I'm, I'm more leaning towards the Christian uh, heel turn that I've been saying for weeks now. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. It is the first episode on tbs so something no, big's gonna loaded. happen there's gonna be a lot of big things there's loaded loaded card uh up next we get local talent colin delaney versus wardlow with sean spears you remember wardlow, colin delaney right yes from the wwe ecw version yep. EC- yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but uh they they listed him as a local talent sure sure because he's great at getting beat up by people making them look great <laughs> Absolutely. Wardlow enters the ring, takes out Colin Delaney right away, then hits Delaney with four power bombs, pins Delaney to victory. After the match, Spears hits Delaney with a chair shot, and then both Spears and Wardlow walk off. Yep. Wardlow looks like he's just so frustrated that Spears keeps doing this. It's like, really? And commentary was my favorite part during this. It's like, you know, all Wardlow goes out there, puts on a great match, and then Sean Spears with the the cheap shot with the chair puts the spotlight on him and takes it off of Wardlow. And I'm like, that is exactly what's happening here. Yep. Spears just gets the enjoyment of uh, hitting people with chairs and Wardlow's dominating with power bombs and MGF wants the chairman. to have more of a length of actual match instead of just power bombs. But man, the crowd's ready to get behind Wardlow. It's uh, like I said, it's going to be so fun. It's one of the things I'm most looking forward to with AW in 2022. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Up next, we get a backstage segment with Adam Cole, the Bucks, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. First, O'Reilly says he wants to have a word with Cole by himself. O'Reilly says he knows that things have not been good between them, referencing their past NXT feud. And O'Reilly says that he knows Bobby Fish has his back and wonders if Adam Cole has his. Love this. I love the... The Bucks saying, "Oh, why, why is that what we're doing now?" You know, when Adam Cole said we could be the greatest group in wrestling history, they're like, "Kyle hasn't even talked to us, hasn't even made eye contact." And Kyle's like, "Hey, Nick, hey, Matt, how you doing?" And I, I was cracking up. Yeah, and, and then um, just immediately turns to Cole and goes, "I need to talk to you." I, I, I love how they brought up because they didn't end on good terms. I mean, Undisputed Air broke up in NXT. They feuded. I love how they don't ignore that. That's beautiful storytelling. So many ways. This can go, and I and we didn't even get to talk about it because we didn't do a show last week about right. Kyle O'Reilly's arrival. I love it because I mean, just think six months ago, Bobby Fish, <laughs> Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly were the biggest competition going for AEW, 
and now they're on Wednesday nights every week. It's just a beautiful yep. thing. He, I mean, Adam Cole, he could go either way. He's, he's kind of a rock and a hard place. You got Omega, who's going to be back eventually, getting thrown in the storyline. I love it. I love it. I love it. There's so many directions they could go, but I, I honestly think we'll eventually get a blood and guts or a stadium, stadium stampede type match between the elite and I want to call him the undisputed era, but it sounded like last night Red that, Dragon. Well, that that's Bobby Fish and O'Reilly's name, but there oh, was I a know. name O'Reilly threw out in that backstage promo, which is speculated to be their new name. Um, I didn't catch that. It starts with a P. It was it, it was a really forced word in the promo. It sounds hmm. too much like Pinnacle to me. Um, I'm gonna have to go try to look that up now because if that's the name i'm not a fan of it uh, <laughs> all right well uh while you look that up yep. um i will talk about dan lambert oh, God. <laughs> please do i don't want to talk about him uh dan lambert's in the ring with men of the year cutting a promo taking shots at cody rhodes lambert then begins insulting the, brandy the, the paragon the Paragon. P-A-R-A-G-O-N is O'Reilly referred to that last night in the in the, in the promo. So that's speculation mm. that that's going to be their name. I don't like it if that's the case. No, no, that no. Okay, that's why it didn't it didn't stick out to me because mm-hmm. yeah, we won't go into that. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I, it makes me think of medical field when I think it just makes me think of the pinnacle or paradigm shift. It's just too close to those other terms. Yep. Um, yeah. Lambert talks about how Cody put a tattoo on his neck that even Mike Tyson looks stupid. Uh, Brandy comes out and takes some shots at Lambert and says he's an ugly ass bobbleheaded Paul Heyman wannabe. I I did pop for that. (laughs) So Uh, did I. But uh, overall, this segment didn't do much for me. It felt like Brandy coming out when she did it against Jade last year. Um, You know, the crowd was booing Lambert. They like to hate him. But then when they realized he's ripping Cody, they got behind him. They cheered him. They cheered him. Like the shirt says, heel, babyface, winner. Yep. Yep. Some people (laughs) love the shirt. Some people hate the shirt. Oh, man, I love that shirt. It is perfect for Cody and what he's doing right now. He's taking us on a ride where that wrestling's never been on according to him. So we're, we're yep. going to have to see where it goes. Cause uh, yeah. What, and, and why we're on that, I know we're talking about segment. What were your thoughts about Cody becoming a three time TNT champion by beating Sammy on Christmas's uh, rampage. So I uh, see I'm torn. I wanted Sammy to hold on to the belt. I don't think Cody needs it for the third time, but I understand it at the same time. Uh, it was the first match on TNT. Um, the one of the last matches on TNT. I think it would have been better to make it the main event for Dynamite, but you know that's just me. The last Dynamite ends with the same way it began on TNT. Um, but there's speculation that you know Sammy's dealing with a lot with this uh, Sam and Pam breakup. Uh, the fans are attacking him now after they took their run at Ty. Hey, she's back on Twitter as of today. Yes, she came back, and I uh, welcomed her back on Twitter as well. But uh, I guess gears have shifted to now that uh, Sammy was unfaithful and taking a lot of shots at him and stuff. So I think he's kind of wanting to step back a little bit, maybe, to kind of let some of this heat go away. But I don't know. I don't know what exactly is going on. I mean, 
I mean, we can all speculate, but until something's announced, we really don't know what happened or what's going on. So I'm not going right. to get into the private life of anybody. Um, right. But yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, Cody's the first three-time TNT champion. Heck, he's if only multi-TNT champ. Um, and, you know, he's keeps acting like he's going to hit the pedigree, but turns into a tiger driver every time. Uh, he knows what he's doing, and it's just it's fascinating because – Gives off so many heelish vibes, but he says he's not going to turn heel. So we're going to, I don't know. We're going to see. And, and while we're talking about uh, these two gentlemen, if you haven't seen this week's Sammy's vlog yet, go watch it because Cody cuts a promo at the end of that thing. That if that's not a heelish promo, I don't know what is. Right. It's definitely a heelish promo. Um, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, it's uh, Cody Rhodes is one of the most interesting things going on only in AEW right now but all of pro wrestling in my opinion and I'm, I'm here for it you know there's an old saying um that says love me or hate me it's still an obsession that applies to cody right now yep. everybody's talking about him one way or the other yep. Yep. you either love the guy you hate the guy one way or the other you're talking about cody Rhodes, and that's what he wants i do wish he would have came out last night and said dustin yeah I, I i i was kind of disappointed we didn't get an appearance from cody at all but uh, it was until post show. Yeah, we're gonna get Ethan Page versus Cody Rhodes on Rampage tomorrow night for the TNT title. Got to think Cody's gonna successfully defend that, but then Scorpio will probably get a shot. And see, that's what Cody's giving the fans what they've wanted. They've wanted Scorpio to get a title shot. He's gonna give it to him. So is he really being a heel if he's giving you what you want? <laughs> exactly. See what he's doing there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you boo the man, but he's giving you what you want. So you uh -huh. hate him, but you got to thank him at the same time. Yep. Yep. Uh, up next, it was uh, nine o'clock. And it, 9 o'clock got here a lot faster than I thought it was going to. But uh, it was time for the TBS Women's Championship semifinals with Thunder Rosa taking on Jade Cargill, who had smart Mark Sterling in her corner. And Thunder Rosa coming out in Marvel gear. I absolutely love that. I am a huge Marvel nerd. Watching her walk out in blue and yellow, I was all for it. Yep. Wolverine look. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa runs right at Jade Cargill, takes her out with a drop kick. Cargill retreats and leaves the ring. Rosa tries to hit a dive on Cargill. However, Mark Sterling cuts her off. Thunder Rosa then takes out Sterling. Rosa takes her focus off of Cargill and then gets attacked from behind. The action for the next few minutes stays outside of the ring. Each competitor goes back and forth with getting the upper hand. Cargill sends Rosa into the steel post and then rolls her into the ring. Uh, Thunder Rosa gets back in control. Rosa begins working on the left leg of Jade Cargill. Rosa goes to the ropes, and before Rosa can hit Cargill, Cargill hits Rosa with a Samoan drop. Thunder Rosa recovers, starts working on Cargill's legs again. Rosa puts her in the figure force mission. Cargill makes it to the ropes only because she's like six and a half feet tall. Mm. I mean, if she was any shorter, she wouldn't have made it to the ropes. Um, Sterling then distracts the referee and a hooded figure attacks Thunder Rosa. Jade Cargill hits Jaded on Thunder Rosa, gets the victory to move on to the TBS Women's Tournament Finals. After the match, Rosa attacks Cargill. However, the person who attacked Rosa while the ref was distracted gets back into the ring and helps Cargill. The person takes off the hoodie and their mask, and it's none other than Mercedes Martinez. Your thoughts on that? 
great addition to the women's ro- roster. She was awesome and in, in NXT, and I mean, she was part of. Uh, um, oh, I'm going blank on the 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 awful group in WWE with the masks and the like the riot group. Uh see, all I can think of is sanity, and it's not that one. It's the no, other one. I had it earlier today. Oh, <laughs> I'm, uh, it's just the vigilantes. Right. No, it wasn't them, but... Uh, <laughs> no, but, I mean, that's kind of what yeah. their gimmick was. Yeah. Um, Psycho I'll rioters. With, I'll come up with it soon. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, um, I could tell that the masked figure was, like, a Latina woman, but I thought it was maybe, like, Diamante or even Ivelisse again or something. And, right. And I didn't think it was Mercedes Martinez, but she'll add a lot mm-hmm. to the women's division. I doubt... This alliance between her and Jade is a long-term thing. It's probably just a short-term thing to get her advanced to the finals. But it's a great program Thunder Rosa could have with Mercedes until Thunder Rosa is ready for ultimately challenging Britt for the title because I think that's a program they could do at double or nothing or something. All right. All right. Um, Let me ask you this with news that broke over this week. Yeah. Tony Storm. Mm Mm-hmm. All elite or no? It's a good question. I mean, it sounds like she needed a break from WWE. She pretty much just quit. She wanted her release and just pretty much walked out and quit. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming she'll have a 90-day no-compete. No but, uh, yeah, I mean, she's another good one. I'm all for it, you know. I know AEW's got to add more to their roster. The roster's getting pretty full, but in the next few months, they're going to probably have some contracts expire and not re-sign some, people, some talent. I'm all for of adding more to the women's division. The stronger you can make the women's division, the better. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I'm not, I'm not too sure because, again, I haven't seen her personally. Um, I haven't good. followed her career, but I think it'll be a good addition if she does come. If not, best of luck to her and all of her future endeavors. Yeah. Um, I mean, she'll <laughs> land on her feet somewhere if it's not if it's not AEW, and I see what you did there. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think um, – you know, Jade and Ruby's going to be a fun match for the TBS title next week. Um, I think Jade wins it, though. Mm, okay. All right. I've seen a lot of speculation that Ruby pulls it off. So we'll see. The Internet's a buzz about Ruby. Of course, the Internet's been a buzz about Ruby since she came in. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Should be a fun one. Uh, up next, we get a short promo featuring the upcoming match of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Riho. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it doesn't do much for me, but Britt's never beat Rio. Yeah, she Ever. will this time. She will now. Yeah, well, yeah. I already have my pick for the next champion. So, and it's not going to be who you think it is. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, but remember, we're doing picks for the end of 2022. Oh, yeah. But one of my bold predictions is going to happen. All right. So, All right. so, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and then, lo and behold, it's time. CM Punk makes his way t- to the ring in Daly's place for the first time ever. Yeah, that was very cool. It was cool to see him. Uh, Greet JR back, talk about the Brody Lee tribute show and that night being one of the big reasons why he wanted to come to AEW. Then he took shots at MJF. Uh, my favorite line still was the waste of money, the con waste of money as, as much as Tebow. Cause I got that pop from the crowd and I'm like, Oh my God. I, I had to wonder in my head if he passed that line through Tony, because I don't know. If he Tony had to would, have. Oh, I don't know. Cause I don't know if Tony would have let that would have approved that because 
Uh, maybe sh- it doesn't matter now, probably that Ur- since Urban Meyer is not with the Jaguars. Right. Urban was kind of the connection there with Tebow. So maybe, maybe, I don't know. That was a good one. Though. That was good. Yeah. I, I mean, MJF is a bigger waste of money for Khan than Tim Tebow. Yep, and true. I'm sure, I'm sure knowing Punk, he probably looked at Tony and said, Hey, I'm going to say something about Tim Tebow tonight. And Tony was like, yeah. Okay. Not expecting that line. That was a good one. But he lost it. Like, it took everything he had to oh, yeah. hold a straight face while he said that line. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Punk says it would be Punk a... Re- Did you notice that? Haircut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trimmed the beard up a little yeah. bit. Shaved the sides. Looked good. And Punk says uh, it would be a real shame if someone were to interfere in MJF's quest for gold. But here's what's interesting. Punk talked like he was going... For the gold, MJF wants TNT gold. Yeah, that's where it's confusing because I caught that too last night. But then every podcast I was hearing today, recap dynamite, talked like MJF was going for big gold. So, right. But I mean, you know, maybe he wants them both. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna get Punk and MJF probably at Revolution. This is far from over. Oh, absolutely. Up next, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, cut a promo backstage, welcoming back JR, saying that uh, that way Taz can focus on him, Hobbs, and Hook even more. And then Stark calls out Dante Martin. No, it's about time they do something. I mean, Ricky hasn't defended FTW Championship in what feels like forever. They need to really start getting that on Rampage more. Start start utilizing that title more if they want to make it a legitimate title. because right now, all I care about Team Taz is Hook. Exactly. Who doesn't care about Hook right now? Number I mean, one seller on, on Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, Fuego's a little mad. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Hook now. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you've watched both Hook's matches so far. He's just smooth. He does some things in the ring that I've never really seen before. No selling and his last match, man, that 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 was a little uh, risky because that's yeah. such a bigger guy. It's yeah, like he's got to be careful there because I kind of compare it to the Fiend when mm-hmm. why he was the Fiend because he knows sold so much. I mean, my God, Seth Rollins had to try to kill him in the Hell in a Cell match, and then he got DQ'd, and and they kind of went in a rabbit hole where they got in such a corner they couldn't do much with him. You don't yep. want to go down that rabbit hole. So you got to be careful because, I mean, he's not going to go on a Goldberg-like run. Nobody's ever going to do that again. But um, <laughs> he's got to get a big push. I mean, he's he's too talented. He's too well-trained. And the, and the fans are too behind him not to give him a push. Yeah. there There is talk, though. Uh, fans want to see him go on a Goldberg-like run for a while. Not that long, but, you know, just let him – Rack up win after win after win after win after win. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, Brian Pillman's in the ring with Tony Schiavone for a promo. Pillman talks about why he jumped in the ring, not for his partner, but his brother. Pillman says his mind went black because he did not know where he was when he woke up last week. Pillman calls out black and says he didn't really know his dad. But one thing I learned from him is you've only got one life. And uh, he says black you're not taking mine the lights go out we see malachi black appear the lights soon go off again and he's gone as black plays mind games yeah malachi's gonna destroy him oh Um, yeah did you notice his shirt last night pillman juniors uh yes it was a venom venom 
Yes. Do you think that's got anything to do with this storyline, kind of, or do you think it was just a fan show? I don't know. I mean, I'm torn because you could almost say that, you know, Pillman Jr. did get hit with the liquid, too. Maybe that's maybe it's not a true venom like substance, but it corrupts your mind. Right. The reference to going black, not knowing where you're at when you woke up, that type of stuff. If you're a fan of venom, you recognize that as a, a venom thing. So, I mean, now that you say it, it, it could be a coincidence or it could. I mean, he wore his jacket down over the shoulders to make sure that shirt was seen. So. Well, I'm just so curious in this House of Black. I mean, everybody's speculating that Brody Keane's coming soon. Um, we haven't seen Pac in a while. We haven't seen Julia Hart for a couple of weeks. Are they going to be part of the House of Black, too, since they got missed it? I and mean, now and now Griff's gone? Yeah. So it's I mean, we're going to get some answers soon, but it's exciting to speculate. Yep. Uh, next, Excalibur, Excalibur, there we go, announces matches for this week's AEW Rampage. The But before that, the uh, Acclaim cut a promo talking about Bowen's match against Darby Allen. We then see Sting and Darby Allen cut a promo. Allen says people talk, and nobody has been able to stop Allen and Sting. It sure feels like they want to push Darby and Sting towards tag team titles. Yeah, I, I you know, I like Sting's reference there. He goes, you know, everybody talks about being the main event tag team in the company. When I was in, started out in this company, you treated every match like it was a main event match. So, I don't know. I My favorite part of both promos, though, was Bowen's, uh, or maybe it was Castro. <laughs> I think it was Bowen saying uh, Darby, uh, my chemical romance looking ass. That was that yep. was great. That popped. That was Bowen's, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So, well, they claimed they're fun, but unfortunately, they got to get another loss. Yeah, yeah, you can see that one coming a mile yep. away. So that's that's <laughs> that's on Rampage. We're getting Cody and Sammy on Rampage. Uh, Taz is going to do a breakdown of Hook's submission, Red Rum, on Rampage. We're also getting a street fight with. Um, the bunny, the bunny, and um, why am I blanking, Paul? A Penelope, Penelope Ford, Ford. again, take Ty Conte and um, Anna J, TJ, TJ. Uh, I, I, I have not read any spoilers, neither for, have I for Friday, but I did see a picture. Wow, did the bunny get busted open? Ooh, yeah, yeah, and it there were no spoilers with that post because I saw the same post, it just said, Here's a reason to watch Rampage Friday night. It, I guess I don't know the spoilers as far as results, but I did read something that Penelope Ford was the only one not to get color in the match. Mm, okay. So all See, the I didn't other read that. supposedly got color. I don't know how much color that uh, Tay Conte and Anna Jay got, but I'm I'm intrigued now after seeing or, that that photo. I'm like, that is a big gash. That's a that's a that gash. sold me for Rampage. Yep. I mean, I was like, all right, you know, I'll be watching. Uh, Dick Clark's uh, Rocket New Year's mm -hmm. Eve, and then I saw that and I went, "Nope, I'll be watching yeah. Rampage <laughs> At least for an hour." Yep, yep, and we'll go back after Rampage. There you go. <laughs> uh, finally, it was time for the main event. It's time seem... for the main event. It didn't I'm, seem. I'm so glad that's got over. By the way, on Friday nights with Mark Henry. Yes, that, that's great. Yes, I absolutely love those. Uh, we're going to talk with the competitors. Here's Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes, and. And from Rampage this past Friday night, Arn going, look, Mark Henry, it's, it's great and all. I like you. You're a good guy, but this ain't about you. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks him off the screen. 
I'm just glad he's got something that the crowd loves because I kind of felt bad how fast they got rid of him from the commentary table. Yeah, I know. But uh, he seems to be enjoying this yeah. every single week. So, mm-hmm. um, But it's uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish versus uh, the Chaos Project, or Chaos, Orange Cassidy, and the Best Friends. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, texting somebody here, but yes. Uh, no, 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 no. You're fine. I um, I just yeah, getting like I said, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, seeing the Red Dragon graphic, seeing uh, O'Reilly and, and uh, Fish come out together, and then Adam Cole. Oh man, it was goosebumps. It's all about the boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match begins with Kyle O'Reilly and Chuck Taylor. O'Reilly takes out Taylor quickly. Taylor tags in Trent. Trent and O'Reilly exchange a few punches and kicks. O'Reilly and Trent tag out. Bobby Fish, Orange Cassidy are the legal men. Oh, before we get into this, um, I was thinking this last week when Kyle O'Reilly attacked Orange Cassidy, that it's the perfect way for him to come in because... Let's not forget Kyle O'Reilly just dressed up as Orange Cassidy for Halloween. You're right. In NXT. You're right. So long-term storytelling. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Orange Cassidy messes around with Bobby Fish. Adam Cole's had enough and takes a cheap shot at Orange Cassidy. Fish tags in Cole, and now Cole is getting triple teamed by the members of Chaos. Soon Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish triple team Chuck Taylor. We go to the final picture-in-picture commercial break with Adam Cole in control. Come back, or throughout it, uh, Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish control the match. We return with Chuck Taylor throwing O'Reilly into the barricade on the outside. Trent hits O'Reilly with a flying back elbow and a thunderous DDT. O'Reilly and Fish hit Trent with a flying knee drop. Orange Cassidy is now tagged in, and he clears the ring and hits Cole with a tope suicida. Then the action goes outside of the ring. Chuck Taylor hits Bobby Fish with a super kick. Cole then hits Taylor with the super kick. Cole goes for Panama Surprise, but Taylor counters and slams Cole. Taylor then takes out Fish and O'Reilly with a dive. O'Reilly accidentally kicks Cole, and Cole flies to the outside. The best friends take out O'Reilly, however. Brandon Cutler comes out and distracts Trent and Chuck and the referee. Then the Bucks make their way to the ring, hit Trent and Chuck with super kicks. Then O'Reilly and Fish hit Taylor with the chasing dragon. O'Reilly then pins Taylor for the victory. Perfect. 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 Um, I mean, what a what a cool way to be the last main event of a uh, Dynamite on TNT. Uh, That was the first time, I believe, on. uh, Dynamite. Well, of course, that Kyle O'Reilly's ever been part of the main event, and and Bobby Fish. Um, I think I read where there were sixty-one different guys that main evented Dynamite on TNT. Wow, yeah, that's a pretty big uh, roster. He's in gals, I should say. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was fun. I love the the part of uh, O'Reilly accidentally kicking Cole, then the Unbox being there down on the ground with Cole. Um, yeah, this is just so many directions they could go. It's gonna be so good. I mean, I could see it being, you know, when Omega comes back, then Cole sides with uh, Red Dragon, and he got the lead on the other side. Where I could see Cole choosing the Bucks and Kenny, kind of swerves everybody and, and chooses Red Dragon. Um, there's just so many directions, so many long-term feuds and matches they can get out of this. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I think. Um... 
Cole not getting his hand raised was the first time I've seen a winner not get their hand raised on Dynamite. So that was uh, that was interesting, but I like how he kind of, you know, just kind of protected himself, backed into the Bucks. It's like, you know, I know this is safe. I'm yep. not sure about that. These guys are safe, so I'll go here for now. Yep. So it's gonna be interesting. I, I mean, just yeah, it's just exciting. It's so exciting going into 2022. I mean, the company has ended their shows so well the last two years compared to 2019. Yep. Never forget how they ended 2019. Oof. Yeah. The dark 20... order fake punches. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll never forget that. Yep. But hey, Dustin sold it, so that's what matters. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> dark, dark, Brody Lee saved the Dark Order forever. Oh, yes, he did, and he changed everybody's thought on the Dark Order. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm glad Alan has removed the mask now, though. Yep. So, all right. What was um, your rating for the show last night? I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half. All right, I'm going to go seven and a half, so we're pretty okay. close. All right. The, the uh, Dan Lambert-Brandy thing didn't do anything for me at all um it was funny that you know he called her brandy then bambi said sorry i get my stripper names mixed up lambert did the best that he could with brandy but uh brandy needs to stop inserting herself into cody's stuff well it's not like that i don't think lambert needs to be the talking piece for ethan page and scorpio sky those guys can no. talk. those guys exactly can talk. they're entertaining um Two of the better talents that AW's got, and I just don't think Lambert needs to be with them. No. Um, yeah, that didn't do much for me. And then, like I said, the Jericho late interference, I, I wasn't a fan of that either. No. Nope. All right, your wrestler of the night. Yeah, a lot, lot. I mean, a lot you could choose from. Um, pretty much any winner of any match. But uh, I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go out of the same match, but uh, I'm going to go Adam Cole. Okay. Just because I like his storytelling that he's doing mm -hmm. between the Bucks and Red Dragon, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's uh, fascinating stuff. I mean, praise to Tony Khan, how he got those three talents signed. Just <laughs> blowed me away. Money. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Money talks. Money talks. Yeah. Uh, right. I think there was a conversation that said, Dad, I need these guys. I need a little extra allowance this week. No, I'm kidding. I'm yes. kidding. Yeah. Early Christmas present. Early yes. Christmas Merry allowance. Christmas. <laughs> all right. So I've been looking forward to this all day, giving our award, AW Awards for 2021 and some predictions for 2022. Let's, Let's start with your wrestlers of the year for 2021 because i did a male and a female myself so did i so i'm glad we agreed on that let's go um, female first ladies first all right dr Britt baker dmd absolutely that well, figured i mean there was nobody else i even really considered well see and i had to go with her because at the start of the year i didn't like her no you didn't she won me over so i had to go with her for my wrestler of the year it, it was only fitting I mean, Thunder Rosa's been great. Sheeta was a good champion, but Britt's taking the championship to another level. Yep. You're male. Kenny Omega. All right. I uh, I went with uh, his former tag partner, Hangman Adam Page. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, uh, interesting storytelling throughout the whole year. Uh, you know, he 
stopped hanging out with the Bucks and Kenny, and then he switched gears with the Dark Order. Then he got away from the Dark Order, and then he was the Lone Horseman, and then he had a baby, and <laughs> and then he ends the year as champion. Yeah, you know, we'll see what the Hangman era has in store in 2022. Uh, I had to go with Kenny because, I mean, the guy held the title from winter is coming in December when he, he and Callis cheated to beat Moxley, cleared a full gear when he lost to the Hangman page. Not only that, but along the way, he was also the AAA champion. Um, and then he ended up vacating that because of his surgeries. He was the Impact champion until he lost it on the debut episode of Rampage to Christian. I mean, he was a champion for three big promotions at the same time. That's unheard yep. of nowadays. And see, um, I almost went Omega. I originally had Omega wrote down, then I flipped the page over and switched it to Hangman just, just because I figured everybody's going to go Omega because he did so many great things. Oh, yeah. I mean, Battled been- through Vertigo in the ring every yep. single week. He's been injured since like December of last year and just fought through it all. So, yeah, he is a deserving wrestler of the year, but... I went hangman just to be different. Want to switch it up a little bit. Yep. All right. How about your match of the year, Paul? Now here's where Omega gets it for me. Omega versus Brian Danielson at grand slam. Yes. I mean, Adam page and Brian Danielson. That was a great 60 minute that reignited the passion for a lot of people, but Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, I've wanted to see this for years and I got to see it. So that is on my list of six. That's not the one I ultimately chose, but I'm going to list all my choices, and then Ooh, I'll, I'll pick okay. my favorite. So here are my choices. I had Inner Circle versus Pinnacle Blood and Guts. That was on Dynamite on May 5th. thought that yep. was a really good one, very entertaining, because we waited so long to get a Blood and Guts match. Yes. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega, the, the Dynamite main event on the first Dynamite last year on January 6th. Okay. That was a heck of a match, if you remember. That was. That was. That "That might be a match of the year candidate right there. Yeah. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, the unsanctioned lights out main event of St. Patrick's Day Slam on March 17th. Uh, The first and only, uh, uh, I believe it's the first and only AEW Dynamite women's main event. I could be wrong there. Uh, definitely um, the first. So yeah, yeah, but that was oh, that match was so good. Mm-hmm. Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks Steel Cage match for the tag team championships at All Out on September fifth. Hangman versus Daniel versus uh, Danielson just l- lately as a, a winner's coming on December fifteenth, and then the match you said Danielson versus Omega Grand Slam September twenty second. So that was my list. I'm going to go with the females. I'm going with Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. Just when I looked back, that was the first match that came to my mind. I just remember being blown away by the violence, the intensity. I mean, Thunder Rosa won the match. I think a lot of people forget about that. Oh, yeah. Britt kind of took the the headlines, but Thunder Rosa won the match. Yep. But, yeah, that was actually my uh, female match of the year. Okay, you broke it up. We agreed. Yes, yes. If I I had to go male match of the year, I – I think I'm going to go Hangman versus Danielson. Probably, I mean, it's more recency bias probably than Omega Danielson, but uh, both of those are fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, let's hear your breakout stars of 2022. Yeah, this was hard. This was really hard because. Yes, it was. I had three that I knew were going to be on there and the rest. I was like, man, I need some more. And, And depending on who you ask, their definition of breakout star might be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go one at a time. I'm going to start with my lone female on here. 
you know, I, because I, I really wanted to corporate, incorporate at least one female. And it was really hard for me to think of who I think could be a breakout female star. I went with Jamie Hayter. Okay. All right. I think she's um, going to eventually feud with Britt Baker. Okay. And get a break out of that group with uh, Rebel and Britt okay. and be on her own. And I think, uh, I think they're going to give her a big push. All right. Now, um, my breakout star, my first, I actually had three females. Oh, and good. the one, I will explain why when I get to her. But the first one, Anna J. Now, a lot of people will say she's already a big star, but I, she's going to do big things in 2022. Yeah, I can see that. So. Uh, you can go ahead with your other two females, too, if you want. All right. Uh, joining Anna, Ty Conti. She's been on a lot of winning streaks. I, I almost picked her, but the fact that she's already fought Brit at full gear for the title, she's already got a title shot. I don't know. But like I said, everybody's got their own definition of breakout stars. So yeah. Yeah. So I can respect that. And the last one um was also a breakout star in 2021 in AEW. Now she's already been a breakout star all over the place, every promotion she's ever been a part of. But I think she'll continue to do great things going into next year, and that's Thunder Rosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't shock me for her to have gold at some point in 2022. Exactly. Because now there's two titles, too, on the women's side. Yes. All right. Um, I will go with um, my next pick, Uh, Ricky Starks. Absolute Ricky Starks. Uh, He's the FTW champion. Um, he hasn't had too many matches since his neck injury. Um, I know Hook's kind of the main stud right now of Team Taz, but I think Ricky's ready for a big push. He's too talented not to be. I can see him having the TNT title at some point in 2022. All right. Uh, My first male, Dante Martin. Oh, I like that one. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's – that's okay. I don't have them on my list, but I think that's a no-brainer. I think yep. that's a, yep. yep. One of my other males on here, Ethan Page. All okay. Ethan Page. I know, Okay. yes, he is getting his second shot at the TNT title tomorrow night against Cody. He had a shot against Sammy, lost. Now he gets one against Cody. He's been in a main event coffin match with Darby, but he's racking up a lot of losses. I think 2022 is the year we see him get a lot of wins. Because okay. I'm even going to go on record. It's not going to happen 2022, maybe not in 2023. I think Ethan Page will be the world heavyweight champion eventually during his time in AEW. All I right. think that's how much superstar potential he has. All right. I'll back you. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Um, my next one is uh, he, he kind of a breakout star in 2021, but it was with a group. And I think in 2022, we're going to see him leave said group and uh, be a star all on his own, even more than he already is. And that's Sammy Guevara. I, I would consider him a breakout star in 2021. Oh, I do. I yeah, do. But, but it's, you think it's, it's even going to go more. Yes. I, I think Sammy is part of inner circle and that's weighing him down. If he steps away from inner circle, there will be more gold around that man's waist. And I don't just mean TNT. Yeah, because he last night said he's going for a TNT title again eventually. So, yep. Who you got next? Yeah, I got two left here. So do um, I. I think these are both pretty popular picks. Hook. Yep. And I yeah, agree with he's, that. he's already there, I guess, right now, kind of, but he still only has two matches under his belt. And uh, it just really looks like the company's ready to strap a rocket to the guy already. And I'm anxious to see where things go with him. 
So, I mean, when you're number one merch seller, I mean, <laughs> after one it. match, so. yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, since we agreed on that one, I'll uh, I'll list my last one, who's probably the same on yours as well, and that's Wardlow. Absolutely, hundred. He's gonna get away from MJF, and he's gonna rock his world, and he's gonna have a singles career like none other. He's gonna be massive. Yes, and I hope AW can keep him because that's he's the type of talent that WWE that Vince would drool over. He oh, reminds yeah. me so much of a young Dave Batista. Yes. I saw somebody try to compare him to Lesnar. Lesnar's in a different category than almost anybody. I don't really yeah. compare anybody to Lesnar, but just when Batista turned on Evolution, that's what reminded me of this eventual Wardlow turn. And and yep. he's going to be one of my he already is one of my favorites to watch. When Wardlow's on TV, oh, yeah. I have to watch him every week. When he becomes a babyface, he's going to sell a bunch of merch. It's going to be awesome. Can't and wait. let's and you know with the the Dave Batista uh, comparison, it's great because he already does the whole thumbs up and then just drops it and drops the guy yep so there is that comparison and that reference between the two so we'll see all right now for your title holders for the end of 2022 uh let's go with actually i kind of made a bold prediction in mind okay it's time to get the trios titles tony it's time there's too many factions there's way too many factions now you got Cole O'Reilly and Fish, who could go for the trios. So many options. So I think we see the trio titles get introduced. So by the end of 2022, I think 2.0 and Daniel Garcia are your trios title holders. Okay. All right. Um, I'll second that for trios. They're a young team. Push them to the moon. Kind of off the grid. I mean, I think they open up with a trios faction of like Adam Cole O'Reilly. Right. Um, and fish, or uh, if Christian stays with Jurassic Express, those three, or I guess if Marco comes back, you could do that. Or um, <laughs> if maybe, Marco comes back, you mean when Eddie Santana Ortiz, if they're kind of faction, there's so many factions, Dark Order, um, Hardy Family, family Office, uh, Office. There's so many. Uh, it's time. I mean, I mean, O'Reilly even said last night to be successful in AEW, you need to be in a faction, pretty much. So, yep, I yep. think it's time. All right, yeah, you pick the next title. All right. Um, let's go with the newest. Let's go TBS Women's Championship. Another hard one to predict, and because I made her my break, one of my breakout stars in 2022, I'm going with Jamie Hayter. She was in a TBS title tournament, suffered a loss, but uh, if she's going to be a breakout star and they're going to put her like I think, I could see her winning that eventually by the end of 2022. And now uh, mine I picked um, because she was in the uh, tournament, and I don't think this is going to be a long title run. I think she's going to win this in November, carry it through December, and drop it first part of 2023, and that's Chris Statlander. I almost picked her as a breakout star for 2022. I did too. But she's kind of already there. I mean, she's right. already, but there's hours, the women's division starting to grow so much. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting harder and harder. It's, it's so hard to predict. Yeah. Where are we going next? Let's go. Uh, let's stick with the women's division. Let's go with the women's uh, AW world title. All right. She was one of my breakouts in a J. Oh, all right. Yeah. The, I think it looked good on her. And uh, she's got the backing of Ty Conti and the entire Dark Order, especially negative one. I think they make it happen. So do you think Britt holds it, then she beats Britt, or do you think we get 
a number of women's champions in 2022? I think um, there will be at least two. Okay. Um, but I think Anna Jay will end the year. I'd love to see Anna Jay beat her mid-year and take it and hold it the rest of the year, but I think somebody will be there in between. I just don't know who yet. Well, um, if she's ready or not, I think the company's ready to she de- the company's definitely ready to strap a rocket to her back. Jay Cargill. Oh, yeah. Jay Cargill is my prediction. Okay. Um, I think she'll win the TBS title holder for a while, eventually lose it, then go right after Brick's Brit's title and she'll be the one to knock off Brit. All right, see, see, there we go. And then somehow or, Anna or I just thought about this, it just clicked my head. Thunder Rosa beats Brit, then they can tie in the Jade Thunder Rosa finish from last night. And Jade gets it from Thunder Rosa. And then Anna Jay gets it from Jade and ends the year as champion. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm okay with that. So I'm sitting here looking at my list and totally just realized I didn't put the tag titles on here. So I'm going to go tag titles and I know who I'm going to pick. Go for it. Darby and Sting. Oh, I like that. I like so many options in the tag division. There are. There are. I'm going with two guys. I think are overdue to win the tag title, Santana and Ortiz. Okay. All right. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd be okay with that. And I think maybe, uh, they beat Darby and sting to get the titles. Cause, uh, that push from sting would really help them. I mean, they're already huge names. They're already huge stars, but sting saying have gold. Yeah. It's just like a, Oh, it would be cool to put one more title on sting. Yes. And that's why I think a, Tag title would yeah, work perfectly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If he, if you can't put him on with a singles title, that would be no. too much controversy. Exactly. All right, your pick. TNT champion. Who you got? Hook. Okay. See, I went a little bit different. I went Dante Martin. Okay, I can see that. That's a good. Choice. I'd be okay with either of those two, honestly. Yep. So. Yep. I. I, I'm cautious. I want him to be cautious. Like everybody's like hook, you know, cause there's that video of him coming out after Cody won the title on rampage and him kind of challenging or smacking Cody. And I'm like, I don't think they push him there yet, but eventually in 2022, I think he gets a shot and wins up. All right. Now I, I guess it's time for the, uh, the final belt, the AEW world heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we've got the same guy. I don't know. Uh, well, my pick is better than you, and you know it. It's MJF. Last time I'm picking MJF for anything. So if he doesn't end 2022 as champion, I will never pick him for anything. Well, here's how I think it plays out. I'm going to be so wrong about this, but I'm going to play out the story. So I think Hangman's next challenger will be Adam Cole. Of course. And then he, he successfully defends it. MJF then beats Punk. MGF goes against Hangman at double or nothing, beats him. But uh, somewhere along the lines, Wardlow finally turns and wins the title from MGF and ends 2022 as your AW World Champion, Wardlow. I would be okay with that. Yeah. I don't I know if they okay think he's that. quite ready for that because I've been on record a lot for a long time. MGF, I think, will be World Champion at some point in 2022. Yeah. But, that's I why I picked him uh, end in the year. Yeah, I just <laughs> think uh, in the year with uh, Wardlow as champion, that sounds good to me. 
I agree 100%. Any bold predictions uh, that we might have not kind of touched on that you want um, to or or predictions for signing uh, new signees? Uh, well, I think, um, man, signees is hard because Tony went on record and said we're going to be a little bit uh, careful as we pick for 2022 and going forward. Um, man, Tony Storm is really the only one that comes to mind, and that's just probably because of a recent release. I'm sure there's somebody that will make their debut, and I'll be like, oh, I didn't even think of them, you know? Uh, Brody King, I think. I mean, it's kind of leaked that he's signed. So yeah. he's coming. I think the Briscoes are coming. Okay. I mean, FTR, FTR wouldn't tease this on Twitter. I mean, I mean, I mean, they were doing it again today. Yes, they were. Man, Dax was having a yeah. heyday with those yep. boys. Yep. Them boys, um, I think. I mean, they keep every week. I think they're coming, and they don't. And right. I get disappointed. So, I'm gonna make a very bold prediction here. Okay. Then hear me out because okay. he's already a fan favorite, and I think the only reason he's not there yet is because he's currently injured. Yep, this was my next signage prediction. So Dan Hazen. Yes. So evil. Yes, he will come. He will oh, be all elite. Has to be. I mean, they asked Tony Khan about him the other day in an interview, and he spoke very highly of him. He was the number one seller on pro wrestling tees outside of an AW superstar. The guy yeah. is so over right now. He's hilarious. I mean, just look at what he's doing with the ass boys. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's hilarious what he's doing with Colton Gunn and Austin Gunn. And let's not forget, every single week, somebody's got makeup done up like him, their shirts, their signs. It's all, it's all in Indianapolis. A guy dressed yep. just like him outside the arena. So, yep. yeah, I think I think AEW would be dumb not to sign him. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I don't want to. merch. I mean, if and there's I, nothing else. And I didn't want to put him as a breakout star just because I wanted to stick with already in the company. Right, right, so. right. But if he signs, he's a breakout star. And then I think I'm going to predict one more guy, Johnny Gargano. I think it's going to happen. The more I think about it, I think it's going to happen. I'm not sold yet, but we'll see. I think he'll wait we'll till see. about March or April, and they're going to have their baby. But I th- I wasn't sold on that at first either, but I, I don't know. I just A lot of people are talking about him, and he's he's stated that you know, some of his dream matches are against AW talent. So I think it's going to happen. Well, um, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens both said some of their dream matches are with AEW stars and look what Owens went and did. Yeah. He got, he did what he wanted to do for his family. Sound like he got quite a bit of money. So, Oh yeah. From what I understood, everybody is saying, there's no way Tony Khan would have matched that. Yeah. Not that he couldn't, he just, he wasn't would, going to, right. there's, so, it was pointless to do that for him. And, and I'm anxious to see what talents get away from AW too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see a lot of, uh, I'm sure as 2022 goes on, there'll be some that leave and sign with WWE. Yep. Will so, we see Jeff Hardy become all elite in 2022? I was afraid you were going with this. Um, yes, I think we will too. Yes, the you know I'm still not sold on it, but the more I've found interviews and all sorts of different stuff, I mean, there was videos all over the internet. Uh, he's been doing his singing stuff here lately, yes. and he had a big old jug of water on him, and some guy that was a character came up to him and he, oh, what are you drinking? You back at it again? And he goes, no, it's water. I need water to survive. I need water before I go perform. It's water. 
And I felt that that was kind of a stab at Vince. Because, um, and again, I don't know how true it is. I've heard talk that one reason he left mid-match is because he was injured and Vince didn't really care. So, and again, I don't know if it's true. People talk. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah, we, 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 we might never know what really went down. No. There, so. Vince will say he was into the stuff again and walked out and Vince fired him. And Jeff will say, I was injured and I quit. Yep. We'll never know the truth. Well, I do I do think he becomes all elite in 2022. Yeah. Another question for you. Does Cody Rhodes turn heel, full heel in 2022? Yes. Because if he does, he's going after the AW title, and he'll probably win it. Yes, I think he does, but I think it will be in December. Right at the end of the year. Yep. We'll get this whole year of Cody teases, and and then he'll do it. He's gonna right finally drop somebody end. with the pedigree. Finally, yeah. I just don't know who. MJF. Ooh, that'd be good. I, I do want to see them rekindle that rivalry once again. That's why I want MJF to have the title at the end of the year because I want to see Cody turn heel, and I want to see him drop MJF, pick up a microphone, and say, "I'm your next challenger." Well, that means MJF has to be baby. I don't see MJF being a baby. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I know they they are pretty strict on the heel versus baby. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if know. you look at it, Sammy's a baby face. Cody's whatever Cody is, um, considered baby face. So they just went again. Uh, do you, Do you think uh, Punk and Danielson, either one of them, see any gold in twenty twenty two? I think so. Um, I think it'll be TNT gold though. Really? Yes. And then, you know, help get that younger talent over a little bit more, hold the gold in 2023 and be done. Not done, done, but done chasing gold. You know, or, or here's a very bold prediction for you. They both will hold tag team gold. Yeah. They've said they've won the tag together. So. I don't know. It's there's so many top notch stars right now in AEW. It's not all of them can have gold, so it's tough I know. to predict. That's what make these makes these hard and fun to do. Mm-hmm. So because I mean, uh, I mean, Cody could do the TNT Open Challenge again. There's so many hot free agents out there. Yeah, could do that yeah. again. I mean, if he didn't do that, we don't get Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston in the company. I know. I know, and uh, a couple other talent that we got based off of that, but they didn't stick around. And you know, one guy we haven't even mentioned tonight, he'll be returned eventually in 2022. You got to think John Mox. I don't think Mox is going to go for gold in 2022. Yeah, maybe tag team gold. Maybe tag team gold, but uh, that's about it. It'll be interesting when he comes back because he was on the way to a heel turn. He was. And now I feel like they can't make him heal at least right when he returns. Right. They'll do what they were doing. They'll have him come in and he'll come through the crowd all, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then about a month, month and a half in, he'll slowly start that turn. They're never going to just flip the switch with Mox. It's going to be a slow process. And speaking of Mox, I got this guy to come to my mind. I read tonight that Miro's dealing with a minor injury. That's why oh, okay. he hasn't been wrestling lately. Okay. I still think Lana might join. Uh, of course, the longer it goes on, the more I it kind know. of fades. Yeah. yeah. But if Miro's out on injury, 
this would be the perfect way to bring her in. She comes with him when he comes back. Yep. Could be. I, I think I think we're going to see some debuts here in the next few weeks. I mean, next you know, week's card alone, we're getting three title defenses, which who do you think? Danielson or Hangman? Hangman. I think Hangman wins in 59 minutes. Yeah. Or or they'll let it go to count out again because they've got three judges ringside. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Danielson finally eats his first loss, though. Yes, he needs to. He needs yeah. to eat the loss. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. He's got plenty of wins. It's not going to hurt him to take a loss. No. It's too established. Yep. Um, as we were talking, you said Miro, and uh, it got me thinking about another gentleman who might make a return soon. Penelope's husband. I've I, <laughs> forgotten uh, all about Kip Sabian. Yeah, yeah, because they haven't done anything. With them. He mean, is now in the intro of Sammy's vlog. I mean, of course, he's under the box, but. Well, Sammy redid his intro of the vlog. I know, to look like the Teen Titans. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it. So. Yep. We'll see. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see where being the elite goes in 2022. Ooh. I don't, yeah, or Sammy's vlog for that matter. Yeah. Where does anything go at this yeah. point? Um, I mean, Ethan there Page's are so vlog. That's many another questions. one you need, you need to check out. Ethan Page's vlog. That's a good one too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. So lots yeah, of good things. So many fun storylines and possibilities going on uh, going into 2022. It's a fun time. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, final thoughts for this year, Tanner. It's been a fun year to be a W fan. It's great to get the fans back. Um, we, I mean, we got a taste of it double or nothing in May, but they fully came back and went on tour in J- July. Um, I know COVID's spreading rapidly right now, but I don't think they're going to stop having fans anytime soon. Um, so hopefully we get a full year in 2022 of full fans and full stadiums and arenas and, uh, Man, I'm just I can't wait for Wednesday nights every week, and I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to the TBS back to the mothership, back to the good old yep. days of WCW and the, in the late '80s and early '90s. So, um, looking forward to it. There's a show. I, I have one final question for you, and this isn't really like a prediction or anything. This is just your thoughts. Okay. There is a show that is rumored to air right after Dynamite. What's up? Wipeout. Oh. And that's hosted by John Cena. Right. Never. You don't think so? Never. You don't think he'd ever step nope. foot into a ring, even if it was to promote Wipeout? Nope. Okay. Nope, I don't. Okay. I think he is as loyal to WWE as they come. Him and him and Dwayne Johnson are two you'll never see in the AW ring. And Undertaker. Uh, and, and Mark Calloway, yes. <laughs> um, but no, it would – I mean, that would – that would turn the any of those three <laughs> the wrestling world just completely upside down. But I think AEW is doing a good enough job, as is with that, with uh, getting the talents they have lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, you know, maybe not even as a wrestler, just kind of like something like um, Brett did. You know, just come out, say something. Hey, check out Wipeout right after Dynamite tonight and leave. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I just can't see it. I I mean, crazy things have happened. I never thought we'd see CM Punk back, but I just thought of something are. we didn't do. Owen Hart's tournament. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. 
record last week, so we didn't get to talk about the Owen Hart Cup. Uh, the finals will happen at double or nothing. They're going to have a women's side division and the men's side. Um, just really cool. It's really cool that Martha Hart agreed to do all this and a uh, great way to honor Owen. He's going to be in the video game. He's going to be have merch, all types of things. So just very classy way to do it. If you could pick, who are your picks for winning that? Oh, my gosh. That would do Owen justice. Oh, my gosh. And not just like they did, you know, like Big Show was the first one to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which I thought was fitting because he's the closest thing we have right. to Andre at the time. Well, they even tried to make him Andre's son in WCW when he came yeah. out as a giant. So, I don't – oh, Paul, that's a good question. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I'll um, give you until next week to think about yeah, it. Yeah, give me a week to think on that because I want to do that right because there's a couple guys that come to mind, but I, I want to think about that one a little bit. Yep, and maybe we start to see the bracket fill out on Dynamite next week. That would be nice. Um, so, be or Rampage this that. week. Yeah, they might They might wait till like, even post-revolution to start filling it in, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. They carried the uh, TBS tournament a lot longer than I thought they were going True. to. So November, December, and into uh, January. Yep, into the uh, turn. I'm anxious to see... What the presentation looks like in Dynamite next week, if, if anything's changed. Yeah. Do you? Who do you think's going? I know I keep coming up with uh, okay. questions it's at the right. last minute here. Right. Who do you think's going to introduce the TBS belt next week? Ooh. No matter who wins. I mean, are we going to get a name like we did with Brett? Or uh, oh, I, I think we get a legend. I mean, they had Crockett give uh, Cody the TBS Cody the belt. Yeah. Week, so. Yeah, it'll be some women's legend. It'd be fun if it was Amy Dumas. It'd be fun if it was Amy Dumas or um, April Jean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one would be fun. Just just for her to come out, yeah. skip around the ring, hand the belt off and say congratulations, and then skip away, never to be heard of you know, again. No, if it wasn't for her involvement in that new women's promotion that's wow. off, that might wow, that might happen, but I don't I don't yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I, didn't think of, <laughs> I think I think they'll definitely have somebody present it though. Oh yeah, I don't think we're gonna do I mean we've already seen the belt. So, I mean, there is that, but, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Aubrey's going to be handing over the belt. I think they're going to have somebody legendary do it. And I think it'll be a surprise. Yeah. I just said Amy Dumas because I know she's watches the product. Um, Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Yep. Yep. Good question. (laughs) All right. Uh, well, before I come up with any more questions as we're going, that's going to do it for this episode of the kicking out podcast and our final episode of 2021. Yes. Have a great, have a happy new year, everybody. Uh, celebrate responsibly. Make sure you got a driver. If you go out. Absolutely. Or stay home and watch uh, rampage. (laughs) Oh, do that anyways. And if you can't at least record on your DVR, so you can watch it later. Absolutely. That way you can watch it sober one way or the other. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stick with us as we head into uh, 2022. Going to be a lot of big changes coming. I know we both have some stuff in store that uh, we'll talk about in 2022. Be sure to follow Kicking Out Podcast on all social media platforms and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, give us a like and a review. That helps us out a lot. Don't forget to stop by ProWrestlingTees.com. Pick up your Kicking Out podcast merchandise. Support a great podcast and looking great while you do it. 
20% off uh, with, um, I'll share it on social graphics. There's a promo code going on right now. All right. It starts on January 1st, goes through like the 5th or 6th. I'll, I'll share it because I don't remember the promo code, code off the top of my head. So. I know for AEW, it's AEW 2022. So yeah. <laughs> it's probably something along those lines. It'll probably be like PWT 2022 or something, knowing them. Um, but yeah, be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92. Follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And uh, for Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.